Okay, we're at the Mishnah. Daf Kuf Chof Aleph Amad Aleph. Nochri Shaval Lachabes. So now we're going to discuss the Isra of Amira Laakam. So if a guy comes to put out a flame, to put out a fire, Okay, so you can't tell him, well, it's It's almost like you can't tell him to put it out. And you can't tell him, you don't have to tell him not to put it out, even if you want the fire out. Okay, so it's that's an Amir La'akum issue. Okay, and um, here Rashi doesn't give a reason. Rashi just says, doesn't explain why. Rashi in two other places is brought down in Erevin and then later on in Shabbos that it's either because of Dabr Dabr or um, it's Shliach, it's Shliach, some level of Shlichus, even though we hold the ancient Shlichus Akum. So, but uh, either way, we see that the Isser, um, that there's an Isser of Hamir Allah Akum on Shabbos, and then that switches to say, you don't, let's say you want the flame out, you don't have to tell him not to do it. Okay, because it, his shvus is not like an evet. We're talking about a regular guy here. If it was your evet, so then there's a concept of shvisas abde. Here we're just saying that he's a, he's a regular guy. His shvisa is not uh, your problem. In contrast to a katan who does come to put out the flame, then you don't let him. And a person is responsible to make sure his katan does not do, and we'll see the Gemara is going to discuss specifics there, but um, uh, your cut and that comes to do an Avera, you, are, you, you must prevent him. Amar Avami, Zak the Gemara. Avami says, When there's a, f- a flame going, a, a fire going out, right? There's a fire. I'm um, sorry. Bidleka with a fire. So while one is not allowed to tell a guy to do something, um, hinting seems to be, would be okay. If he says, anybody who uh, puts out the fire is not going to lose anything, he's hinting to the Goyim that, hey, uh, you know, I'll, I'll take care of you afterwards. Name him is So let's try to bring a raya to this from our Mishnah. The Mishnah says, Nachri Shabbat L'chabes ain't le'kabei ve'al Right, so you can't tell him to put it out. You also don't have to tell him not to put it out. But kabahu delei aminan, you cannot tell him to put it out. There's a diuk from the first part of the Mishnah that would seem to say that hinting would be okay. But if you hint it, then it'll be okay. To which the Gemara says, no. If you look at the Sefer, it says, Okay, so it says, that you don't have to tell him not to, right? So that means that you just keep quiet. But saying anything, right? You don't have to say, don't put it out. Or, and maybe from the Sefer we have a diuk to say that that you can't say anything at all. And if it's if it's said in a way that it's going to hint him, that's also going to hint to him to put it out. That's also going to be aser, right? Nothing based on your word should be allowing to take action on Shabbos. So rather from the uh, Mishnah, we can't learn a raya either way. We have no we have no way to know whether hinting is going to be allowed or not. Okay, the Gemara does not uh, settle the matter. We have a story here where a fire uh, broke out in the Chatzar of Yosef Ben Simai, Bishchin, Bishichin, right, in a place called Shichin. And the firefighters of Tzipari came to Chabais. Why? Because he, right, he, has, he had protection from the king. Okay, this, this Yosef Ben Simai. 
and he was an apotropist, right? He was, uh, he was a lawyer for the king. He was an advocate for the king. Okay, so therefore, the king sent the fire brigade out. Okay, but yet, and it was on Shabbos, yet, they did not allow him, uh, I'm sorry, he did not allow them to put out the fire because he held it was a problem with Kavad Shabbos, don't allow the guy to do work for you. And what happened? But not only Nase, and Nase happened here at the Gashamim, and, and it, rain, it started raining, the Kibui. And uh, the Kibu, right? And the rain put the fire out. La'erev, now Lamaisa, the fire brigade came out, so he wanted to show them that he appreciated their efforts. So La'erev, Shigar Lacholechan Mehem Shte Slime, he sent all, each of the firemen to Slime. Lafarchois Shevahen Chamishim, he sent 50 to the, to the leader, right, to the fire chief. When the Chachamim heard this matter, Amru, they said, He didn't have to tell them not to do it. So this, this Yaisi ben Simai, he went ahead and he went, Chachamim said, you don't need to. If the guy comes to put it out, you can, let the, you can let him put the fire out. You don't have to stop him at all. And then the next part of the Mishnah, Zak the Abel Katan Shabbat Lacham is Ainshayim in Loyb Nishishvishvishvishvishvishvishvishvishvishvishvishvishvishvishvishvishvishvishvishvishvishvishvishvishvishvishvishvishvishvishvishvishvishvishvishvishvishvishvishvishvishvishvishvishvishvishvishvish
And what we're saying here is that we're saying kli, right? You're able to take a kli for something that is enonitelis b'shabbos. The kaira is mokta on Shabbos. Will allow you to take a kli, right? And for the purpose of something that isn't taken to save the kaira. And if you remember way, way back when, what we said it was, or Yitzchak says, so what are we talking about? Because you can't really do that, right? Says that the, way, the only way to do it is if bitzarach makaymai. That you're lifting up the kli because you need the plate, a place, you need the place where the kli was sitting. And that's why it's okay to protect the beam. But really, a keli, in general, if you had something that was not allowed to be taken on Shabbos, okay, not allowed to be moved on Shabbos, it's muktzah, the kaira, the beam in the house is muktzah. So you would not be able to take a kli for that. So here we say, Okay, also you can, um, you can put this kli on to, to cover a tzaya of the dung of a katan, okay, the excrement. Now we'll explain what exactly the tzaya shal katan is. You can also put the kli on a scorpion so that it does not bite. And we're not talking about here where the akrov is pursuing you, right? There's no immediate danger. If, if it's a kanastafash, then of course you're allowed to deal with the problem. You can kill the akrov. That's not a problem. We're talking about that you just see an akrov in your house. It's not bothering anybody. It's sitting there in the corner. You can still, to prevent possible future harm, even if it's not pursuing you, you can put the kli. Again, like we explained, all these cases are that you lifted the kli initially, but tzarech makaymi. Amarav Yehuda, ma'isa balafnir of Yechenem ben Zakai ba'arav. That Emaisa came in front of Yechen and Amar, and he said, That in a case where um, he covered the Akrav, it's a chashash of Chatos. Okay, why? Since the Akrav was not running after him, maybe it could be a problem of, of uh, maybe it could be a problem of tzad, of trapping. And the Tanakhama does not agree to that. They went to the house of Avin. The Rav Yehuda Rav Yirmiya, so there were three, right? Rav Yehuda Rav Yirmiya and Rav Chana. Rav Yehuda Rav Yirmiya Bar Abba, Aisu Loi Poraisa. He brought a couch for them to sit. Rav Chana Bar Abba, Loi Aisu Loi, they didn't bring him a couch. So Rav Chana was a little, uh, was a little annoyed. Right? So now Ashkeche, he found the host. Right? They went to Abba the Minishikaya. So they found Abba Minishikaya, that it was Masnili the Bray, teaching his son this halacha. What he was saying was, we, we're trying to figure out what's this case in the Mishnah that when you take a Ka'ara, we're saying you're allowed to take a Ka'ara to protect the beam, that one we understand. The Akarov, we already discussed, it's a Machoikis. Okay, what about the middle case of putting it on the Tsaya? What's going on here? So this host, Amin Minishikaya, was saying that I'll tell you that we don't want the katan to get uh, dirty, and you know he goes in the corner, all right, and then uh, that he could take a bowl and you can cover it up. Amarle, so what did he say? Remember, he was a little slighted because he didn't get the couch. Amarle, he said, Oven Shatya, Oven who's a shaita, Masni He's teaching shtus to his son. This is the wrong halacha. Why? That human excrement is chazi for a dog. Okay? And therefore, there's no problem, there's no iser of muktza at all because it's chazi for a dog on Shabbos. So that can't be the case of the Mishnah because we're talking about 
taking a kara to cover something that is not davar she'enani telas b'shabbos, something that cannot be taken, that has a denim of on shabbos. Maybe you'll tell me why the reason that this tzaya that we're covering is muktza is because it was not chazi yesterday. It's a noilad problem. We have a brisa that says naharis hamoishchin rivers that draw right that continue flowing mayanas hanoivin and springs that flow harayhein kiragli kol adam and what we're basically saying is that. What's the iser of Nailad, or these are muktza in regards to this, these concepts? It's that a person doesn't have das for it. If you don't have das on it, if you don't know something's going to happen tomorrow, you don't know this uh, table's going to break, and so then, uh, you know, I can't use this for, for, let's say, firewood on Shabbos, because today it's a table, and uh, right, we have a problem with Now, when it comes to something that is normal in the ordinary course, the water that's going to come through my chatzar, Right? My das is on it. Even though the water might be five miles down right now, because it flows in, it normally comes. So my das is in general on this. So too, when it comes to the, right, the excrement, we know that every person, a human, right, the baby, the, the child, is going to go, certainly a child, right? he's going go to the, have to go on Chavez, right? He's going to go, and he's going to make a number two, and that's chazul klavim. So that's not a problem with noilad. The Ella, okay, so the Ella, so what did the host, Abba, Min Nishikaya, what did he respond? So he said, okay, so what is the halacha? So he responded, And what are we talking about? We're talking about here the tzaya, the excrement of a chicken. And that is, that is a problem. That's, it's not an issue of, um, it's not an issue of the Katan's own, because that isn't mukta. However, that's not chazi for a kelav. A dog is not going to eat that. And therefore, it, is, it does have a din of mukta. So the Gemara now wants to understand, so what are we talking about? We're saying you can cover, if, again, you pick up the kli because you need a mukta. You have to remember that. We're not talking about something you're, you, we're not talking that you're allowed to take a kli initially. What we're saying is once you have the kli, you're allowed to cover the tzai of tarnagodim, because that tzai of tarnagodim is um, even though that Tzayyip Tanagam is Mokta. So now, but typically they have a Grashal Re'i, so, Grashal Re'i, right? So, that there's a special din, Grashal Re'i is a toilet. So, the typically they have a Grashal Re'i, that there's a din of, by Grashal Re'i, that it's mutter, it's mice, and that it's mutter to take out on Shabbos or on Yantav. That even though it's Mokta, right, that... It, Right, a toilet. There's nothing. You don't need anything there. But since, but even though it's mice, we allowed you to take it to remove it from you. Uh, you know, it's it's malacha she'ain tricha legufa. Right, your whole point is to get it away from you, not because you want anything with it. And there's halacha that you're allowed to do that. So why don't we say that this is like that? That the the tzayi of goes is like that. Maybe you'll tell me that the graf shalrei. The reason why you're allowed to take a toilet out or potty out is agamana in iugufaloi, that you're not allowed to move the excrement itself. You're allowed to take out the kli. The kli, which is, you know, it's a potty, so we'll allow you, the kli is mice, and therefore we'll allow you to remove the kli from here. Baha'ahu akhbar, however, we see clearly a case that we had an akhbar, a weasel, parmaki she was found in the spice, in the, within the spice box of Ravashi. He said, take it out, uh, uh, he said, take it out um, by its tail, and they took it out. 
So we see that clearly something that's mus, it's not just agav the kli, that even if the thing itself is mus, you are allowed to take it out because of this din of graf shari'i. And so too, and so too over here, what is the chiddush that you're allowed to be koifed ka'ara on top of this tzaya of a tarnagal? Of a tarnagal? Why do I have to come on to that? Just it's the case of graf shari'i. So the Gemara says, Be'ashba, we're talking about where the tzaya is already in the garbage. Okay, so what's the heter? The heter is, you're, by graf shalrei, is you're allowed to take the potty out to the garbage. But if it's already in the garbage, then it's muksa. You can no longer touch it. So here we're talking about that you're right, that the tzaya of a tarnagal would have the same din, but it's already in the garbage. So therefore, that's why it's muksa, and that's the chidish or mishnah, kaifin ka'ara, on something that's muksa. The katan, fracting gemara, really? The katan ba'ash from my boy, my boy lay. So why are you allowing the katan to hang around the ashba? So the gemara answers, okay, and just so we understand, a regular ashba is going to be in Rishas Harabim. It, it's, it's the garbage dump. Who would bring their child to the garbage dump? So the gemara answers the chatzar. We're talking about that the ashba is in the chatzar. So there was a small, you know, like we have, there's a garbage dump, but we also have a you know, place where they kept their garbage cans in the chatzar. So the, the gemara says, okay, well, then you're in the same you're in the same chatzar, nami graf shal reihu. So if you have, uh, it, so we're now we're saying it's no longer in the garbage, but rather it's in the chatzar. Okay, it's also graf shal reihu. Right, you're back to the same situation where you're allowed to put it, you're allowed to take it out to the garbage. So the Gemara says, ba'ash no, it's in the garbage in the chatzar. So, oh, well, this wrangling was just to figure out how we have a case of, of a tzaya, of a tarnagoylis, where uh, it would be usser, because you don't have this heter of graf shorei, and the reason why you don't have the heter of graf shorei is because you already moved it to where you wanted to get it to because it's disgusting, yet it's still accessible to a katan. And therefore, what we're saying is that you can be kaifa kara on it to prevent the child from playing with it, from playing with the tzaya of the tanagodas. Okay, and then the Mishnah said, val akrav shalaitisha, right? It was our understanding that, again, an Akrav is going to be Mukta. We're not, the general understanding here is that we're not talking about that it's pursuing you, that it's just there. It's sitting in the corner of your house. You can take the car and put it on top of it. Amar Bishoban Levi, kol hamazikin, neherogin b'shabes. Anything that is, is an, uh, uh, a creature that is mazik can be killed on Shabbos, even though it's not running after you. Okay, Masa Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef asked from the following brisa: Chamisha neherogin b'Shabbos. There are only five that can be killed on Shabbos: Be'eluhein, Zvuv shebaretz Mitzrayim, the uh, Egyptian flies, Vitzira sheb'Ninve, and the, the the wasps from Ninve, Va'akrov sheb'Chadayev, and right scorpions from Chadayev, and Nachash beretz Yisrael. The Kelev Shait of a Kalmakam, a rabi dog, these can all be killed. Now money. E, who is this Bryce that says these five things? So Elaim Rabbi Yehuda. So if you want to tell me it's Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda holds that these things can be killed. So it must be Rav Shimon. Right? Again, we're assuming that when we said five things, that these these animals, these five creatures, 
They're not pursuing you. There's not, and again, because if it's the Sakana, if it's an immediate Sakana, then it's no Chedesh at all. Of course you can do it. So, so the only man the Amr that's going to allow you, if it's not pursuing you, that's going to allow you to kill a creature, is Rav Shimon, who was Malach Hashem Yitzrich Lagufa, and then like B'makam Tsar, or with the potential of danger, you have to combine the two, right? Because Malach Hashem Yitzrich Lagufa will only make you, make you not chayv. It doesn't necessarily make it mutter, right? It's just putter. So you have to combine it with the fact that it has the potential to harm, okay? So how am I? But what do we see? We see that it's, we're limiting to five. And there's only one, you can't tell me that one's Rav Shimon, one's Rav Yehuda, because Rav Shimon is the only man number who would allow you who would allow you, who would allow you to kill the animals? Summer of Yermia, who says, so right, so we had, Rabbi Levi came and said, you can kill any animal even though it's not pursuing you. Then we had a Bryser that said, we only have these five. So, right, and that's the Kashra. So Rabbi says, who says that this is a correct Bryser? Right, so because, and Rashi brings this down, that that any brisa that was not taught and berchia right Rabbi Shimon Asnai v'chom Asnai said the loy Masnai but he steps into Rabbi Yishia Ekel Lesfuke he says maybe this isn't a good brisa that kasha you're asking me from the brisa of five and that's not a good brisa so I'm Rabbi Yisef no sorry I know Masnina I learned it it's a good brisa by the way I asked the question. right Rabbi Yisef was the one that said Masnina Rabbi Yisef and I'm going to answer it for you. What are we talking about here? Okay, the Brisa, which said, which said, when there's five animals running after, when, when there's five animals, you're allowed to kill them, that is talking about when they are in fact chasing you. And we're saying that even Rabbi Yehuda is going to agree. Of course, Rabbi Shimon is going to hold it's okay. Even Rabbi Yehuda is going to agree. Okay, and um, that when these five, <coughs> when these five, Okay, sorry. Yeah, the that this memra that we had, that we're, we're creating two concepts. We're saying that if it's running after Rishuah ben Levi, when he said Kol Mazikin he wasn't talking about when they're not running after you. He was saying anything that is chasing you. So we're ch- we're changing what Rishuah ben Levi was talking about, and the brisa that said Hamisha Nehrogin is talking about even though they're not chasing you, even though they're not chasing you, that is in fact of Shimon. Okay, so what we say is that if any animal that has potential to harm is chasing you, it doesn't matter what they are, then you're allowed to kill them according to everybody. If it's not chasing you, then Rosh Shimon holds these five animals one may kill if they're not chasing you. Okay, but what we said initially, the way we understood it from Yeshua ben Levi, that that's not in fact true. That unless they're chasing you, you cannot kill any animal. It's only these five. One who kills Nechashim Akravim on Shabbos, Ein Ruach Chasidim Nechahimen. So he, so right, so this, so this Tana in front of Rabbah came and said that whoever kills Nechashim Akravim, Chasidim are not going to be happy. Amar Lay. So what did Rabbah respond? And by the way, those Chasidim, Ein Ruach Chachamim Nechahimen. He's in fact wrong. So the Tana and Rav over here are having an argument whether you're allowed to kill Nechashim and Akravim on Shabbos. 
And Rava argues on Rambuna. Rambuna chazila who gavra the katol zibura. Rava holds that you're definitely right. You have animals that have potential to harm. You can kill them on Shabbos even if they're not pursuing you. And he, he argues on Rambuna why? Because Rambuna says chazila who gavra. He saw a certain person the katol zibura. He was killing wasps. Amar lei. What did Rambuna say to him? He said shlemisinu lekula. Right? You took care of all the problems in the world? Like you finished it? You think that because you killed this, you're done? You're not supposed to do that on Shabbos. It's not pursuing you. And therefore, you are not allowed to kill it. So we have a machlekes here between the Rava and Rav Huna, And the, the, the Tana was teaching like Rav Huna. Tana Rabbanon. So we have a b'risa that says, Now this is just in general. Let's say from Shemayim, right? Nechashim uh, you, you encounter Nechashim Akravim and Hargon, and you kill them, right? So uh, a Nachash or an Akrav chases after you. It's not talking about Nachav, it's just saying in general. It, and, and you kill it. We know that they were sent to you to kill. And Rashi explains that Megagolans Chos Al Yedei Zakai, right? And the fact that it came to you and you were able to kill it because this Akrav needed to be killed to prevent harm to someone else. And I, why did it come to you for you to kill it? Because so you should get this chos for saving Yanem from getting killed. Loi Hargan. Let's say it escapes. So you don't actually, you're not able, Loi Hargan means you, right? There's an Akrav over here and you're not able to kill it. It runs away. So then, really it came for you. And there was a nace that allowed you to get saved from getting killed by this That These are only true if it's hissing at you, right? If it's uh, getting ready to attack. But if it's not attacking and it just walks along on its own merry way, then uh, it doesn't mean anything at all. One time, right, uh, uh, an akrav, a snake, I think actually a snake, they fell in the base Madrash. But Amar and this one guy right from the city called uh, he was right, one one guy got up Niusi, the Hargu, and he killed the snake. Amar Rabbi Rabbi said the snake met his match. Right, so the snake came to attack someone. This Talmud got up and killed the snake, and Rabbi exclaimed that the um, that the uh, snake met its match. So we want to know, it's about the shopper of it. Is it good that he killed the snake? Meaning, right? Or is this a problem? Right? We're say, was Rebbe saying that he met his match, the snake's a bad, bad creature, and this guy did a bad thing? Or is he saying, you know, that he, he met his match and it's a good thing? They were sitting in the hallway of Rabbi Yanai. They were learning. And you know what came out? He asked, Is one allowed to kill snakes and scorpions on Shabbos? Again, if it's not an immediate danger. I would even kill a wasp, which are not as dangerous. Okay? So what's, what are you asking me? Right? So he says, no, 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 no. Rav Yana responds, Dilma lefitumai. Maybe what we're saying is that you could only do it lefitumai. Right? And what he's asking is, are you allowed to... If, you, let's say, you're walking along the way and there's a snake in your path, right? So then the fact that you can continue walking and step on it and kill it, okay. So you're not actually doing anything. You're not doing a specific mice. So you're walking. 
But is the Talmud, in the, like in the case of the Talmud, are you allowed to actually go out of your way to kill it? Lefitumai means, incidentally, you're just going along your way. You're not going to stand up and actually kill it. But as you, you're doing your business, you, uh, you kill it agav. Right? And maybe that's the only time when you're allowed to kill Nechashim and Akravim. The Amar Rav Yehuda, because Rav Yehuda says, Reik, when it comes to, let's say, spit on the floor, Dursa Lefitumai. You're allowed, let's say there's, there's spit on the floor. So what's the problem over here? We have your old problem of mashvegumais, right? That you can't smooth out the floor. So the spit will smooth out the floor. Question is, are you allowed to step on the spit to smooth out, if your intent is not to smooth out the floor, we say, you can walk as you are going, and even if there's spit there, you don't have to walk around it. Okay, that a snake as well, you can step on it, as you're walking, incidentally, Bamarav Katina, Akrav Darsalafitumai, and maybe, okay, and maybe you uh, you can um, only kill Nechashim and Akravim is if they're in your path where you're walking, anyways. But maybe this Talmud wasn't right, so we don't we don't know we don't know that if this Talmud was uh, you know did the right thing or not. Abba Marta, do who Abba Bar Menyumi, Marta who was Abba Menyumi have a Masik Bay. He borrowed money from the Reish Golusa. I see you. So it came time to pay up. And uh, he didn't have the money. So they brought this Abba in front of the Reish Golusa. right? The Reish Golusa had his enforcer who was, uh, who was uh, bothering him, right? He was making it uncomfortable to make sure that, they would get paid, that, he would, that the Reish Golusa would get paid back. Havashadi Roika. Okay, there was, some, there was a, some spit there. Amalu Reish Golusa. The Reish Golusa said... To, to one of his aides, he said, Bring a, 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 a clee and cover the spit. And uh, this, this Abba who was there getting um, made uncomfortable, said so he paid back his loan. He said, You don't have to. You don't have to. That, if you see spit, you don't have to specifically bring a clee to cover it. Okay, it's not a problem if you step on it incidentally. And so you know what the Reish Galusa said? Amr the Reish Galusa said to his enforcers, leave him alone, give him more time to pay. Okay, don't give him a hard time, the fact that he, he didn't pay his loan yet. Amr Abba Barkana, Amr Chanina. Pemutois shall base Rabbi. We've had these before. The Pumat are small, uh, um, they're small menorahs that... Uh, or it's it's menorah, it's a menorah that it can be taken apart in pieces. So cholios, right? It has different pieces, like almost like a Lego type of menorah. A pemuta shell based rabbi, He said, he said that you are allowed to take them on Shabbos, okay? And like we've had before, it's not going to be a problem. machmas. It's not going to be tircha yisera, right? It's not. You're allowed to carry these menorahs. Amar ribzera. Of course, when it's not lit, by the way. Do we say this is true for any sized Lego Menorah? Or is it only if it can be taken with one hand? He said, He said, like the ones in your father's house. Okay. Like you, uh, um, uh, right? I think he was referring to Rav Khan. Okay. That uh, are small. But the big ones are Kaveya, Rashi says is Kaveya Lehem Makaim, and therefore it's going to be Mukta. So you have intent for large ones, you don't intend to move them, and therefore it's a problem of Mukta. 
Kroiner, similarly. Kroiner shall base Rabbi, Motel Tatum Shabbos. Says the wagons of base Rabbi, you're also allowed to take on Shabbos. So I'm going to be telling the He says, is this true for all the wagons? Or only if they're, even if they require multiple people, or only if they require one person? Also, again, he said, like your father's house, which is only, uh, could be ta- as long as they are able to be taken by one person. But if they require more than one person, then your das is not to move them on Shabbos. Since your das is not to move them, it's going to be mukta. Remember, one third case, okay, but it's nothing to do with Shabbos. Hitter lehem base rabbi. Right, we're bringing this all um, because uh, um, I think we're Abba bar bar kahana merchanina. Okay, so we're coming off off of uh, off of that. So we're bringing all the cases where he's quoting. Remember Abba bar kahana. Remember Abba bar kahana. Hitter lehem merchanina lebase rabbi lishdeis yayin bekrona shel nachri. That um, that merchanina uh, allowed base rabbi to drink. Want, to drink wine in the bars, in the Gaish bars, the Chaysim Echad, if it only had one seal, right? It only had one Hachshar. I don't know, I don't know if he holds like Rabbi Yezer, and we'll have this in Abayda Zara, okay, who says that Yayin is Mutter with only one seal. Or, no, really, it's like the Rabbanan that require more than one seal. Imishan aims at the Benesia because their government would oversee the fact that, n- that nobody was doing anything they weren't supposed to be doing. And therefore, we have a combination of one seal of Heksher with the understanding that they'll get a nice government fine if they don't follow the rules. So co- co- combining those two is what allowed you to uh, drink, drink the wine, even though it was in a Kronos, so not for, even though it was in the Gaish bars. Send out the... Here. I guess no more little papers. Okay, um, so a lot, lot, lot going on. So we started off saying that if we started with Amir La'akam, we said that if a guy comes to to uh, put out the fire, we don't tell him. Uh, <clears throat> we don't. <laughs> We don't tell him, we can't tell him to put out the fire, right? Amila Akam is going to be Aser. But Al Tachab, we don't have to be Ma'akiv him. Ravami said that by Deleke Tiru Lukom Machabein Amasid, that we say Amila Akam Derachamiza, he wanted to say that you're allowed. We tried to bring a Raya from the Mishnah, but we said there's no Raya, right? We had conflicting Rayas from the Rasha and the Seifa, and therefore we said Mehal Lakalamashamina, with the story of Riv Yasef, right, who was the Apachab Shamelach, that he did not allow them um, to put out the fire, even though the fire brigade came, he gave them money afterwards. Okay, and the Rabbanon said, you don't need to do that, um, that if they come, it's al-Tachaba, you don't have to tell them not to. And we said that if it, however, we contrast that with the Katan, that if he comes to put out a flame, we do not allow him to put out the flame, and we explain that that's a Katan who's a ha'isa al-das of it, he's doing it because he knows his father wants him to do it, okay? However, we contrasted it with a guy, that a guy always does it al-das atzma, even if he is officially doing it to help you out, he's doing it for his own benefit. Okay, then we move into the mission of Kaifin Ka'ara. So we said these are all three cases of Kalin Nitalun Dabashain and Nitalus Shabbos. So you can take a clee and cover something that is Mukta. So we have to, right? So that's number one on the Ner Shalitecha is the Kaira, that the flame shouldn't leap to the beam. On the Tsaya of a Katan, which we explain is uh, what we'll explain, Akra Shalitishach, and an Akra that it, it should not bite. And we said all these things where you picked up the clee initially, Shitzarach Lemekaimai. Then we explained, the, the Gemara went into the case. To explain what is it, Tzayyash al We said it's Tzayyash al 
right? We, because a katan atzma is chazil kelev, it wouldn't even be muktza. And we said it was be'ashba, it was in the garbage, because if not, then you'd be allowed to take it out as a graf shel rei, so it would be mutter anyways. And it was the chatzar, right? Because if it's just an aspra, there wouldn't be any katan there. So that is the case. We're talking about the tzaya in the garbage dump of the chatzar and the katan, therefore my play with it. We're saying that you can, be, you can take this kli that you picked up because you needed the space where the kli was sitting and put it on uh, and cover the, um, the uh, tzaya shaltarnagol. And we said, Akrav Shalitishaf, that you can cover a scorpion so that will not bite. Rishul Malevi said, Kol Mazikin Nerogin Bishabis. Okay, that Rishul Malevi said, All Mazikin can be killed on Shabbos. And Rabbi Yosef had to explain that because of the Brisa, that that is talking about Ratzin Akrav, that if they present a clear and immediate danger, then any animal, it doesn't matter how potent its bite is, and the animal is coming after you, you can kill it. Okay, and the Brisa that said only five are Nairagan, that means even these five things are going to be a danger, even if they're not coming after you. And that's from Shimonol's Melchashen Tzricha Lagufa is going to be, um, is going to be Potter. And Ayudeh, the fact that these could have some outside potential sour or something, then will allow you to do it based on uh, in Rosh Shimon Shita. And then we said, we had one time that said, Hayyuk Nechashim Meshabbos. Rava, right? Rava said, no. He said, you're allowed to do that, right? He said, with the Hasidim. Rav Huna, however, held that it was Aser. We said that if uh, you have Nechashim and Akravim, you encounter Nechashim and Akravim on uh, Shabbos. If you kill them, Hargon, it's Zchus, okay? That, that we brought that price over there. However, if it just escapes, then it means it came, it came to him because of Naveri you did, and Nasal and Nase. Right to get saved from it, so it came for you. So if if you're able to kill the snake and scorpion, it means that you were supposed to get schosim, and therefore you kill it and you save somebody else, so you get the schos. If it just escapes from you, you didn't actually kill it, so you did all you did was save yourself. Essentially, you got saved. That means that you were supposed to get punished, and he didn't. But the story with um, Rebbe and the and the and the niyosiyachad and the base manager said he killed a, a nachash, and we have no raya if what he did was good or not. Right, because we said that it's only lefitumai. We were only able to, we were only able to conclude that if you kill the snake while you're walking along your way, that's for sure okay. Lecharchila, you don't have to walk out of the way. You can step on it. But can you actually kill a snake and scorpion? Halacha If it's there, if it's not bothering you, we don't know. We had uh, the story with uh, Abba Marta and the Reish Galusa. Okay, that uh, um, right. That uh, you know. Uh, <clears throat> the Aramarta borrowed money and he came and said, but the case of Reik, that it was uh, Lafitumai as well, uh, that he told the Reish Galusa that you don't need to bring a plate to cover the spit because who cares if anybody walks on it? We're not going to have a problem of Mashvagumais. And then we ended off discussing these. Uh, these three cases of Abba Rakahana said B'Shem Rav Chanina, the number one, Menoiris of Beis Rebbe is Mutal Tazal on Shabbos. These were the Pumutais, right? The Lego Menoiris. We said that's only if they're small, okay? Um, because the big ones are Kaveya Makam and it's going to be Mukta. We said the small wagons that can be taken by one person, it's Moto Tatal. Again, two, you don't have Das on it. And that the final thing in regards to Yayin, that in the Yayin and the Gaish bars, that Rabbi Hanina allowed Beis Rabbi to drink, with, even though they only had one Hachshar on it. And he didn't know if it's because Allah is like Rabbi holds that one Hachshar is good enough, or because he held that uh, there was uh, the government. Uh, regulated those sort of things, and uh, one hechsher combined with the fact that there was a fair of a government fine would be good enough.